Thank you for joining us for the Friday edition of Main Thing Radio with Pastor Robert Fountain and his wife, Elizabeth. Today, Robert and Elizabeth will continue tackling life issues from a married perspective. His love is the main thing. His love is the main thing. So we mix it up, mix it up. His love is the main thing. His love is the main thing. Conflict is not a sign of love. It's actually usually a sign of selfishness. It's a sign of of our flesh at work. It's a sign of of passion. And that's not always the case, but it usually is on one side or the other, right? And sometimes on both. Maybe you have two people with personalities and, and flaws, which all of us have, you know, you're gonna have conflict. But we can solve it in love or we can compound it in the flesh. The source of so much division in the body of Christ is self-centeredness. Are you taking the time to think of others? Putting others before yourself means that sometimes we need to rearrange our priorities. In today's message, Pastor Robert will show us how thinking of others fosters an environment of unity. Well, let's join Pastor Robert for today's edition of Main Thing Radio. Conflict is not a sign of love. It's actually usually a sign of selfishness. It's a sign of of our flesh at work. It's a sign of, of passion. And that's not always the case, but it usually is on one side or the other, right? And sometimes on both. Whenever you have two people with personalities and, and flaws, which all of us have, you know, you're going to have conflict. But we can solve it in love or we can compound it in the flesh. And the Bible actually teaches us how to deal with it. It gives us some really, really clear instructions. Matthew 18, verse 15, Jesus dealt with it directly. Matthew 18, 15, Jesus said, If your brother sins against you, go and tell him his fault between you and him alone. If he hears you, you've gained your brother. And that's the objective. It's not to show him how wrong... It's not to convince him how horrible he is. It's not to show him that you're holier or that you're better or that you have it together and he needs to figure it out. No, it's to to maintain the relationship. It's that the relationship would be restored. It says, if he will not hear, take with you one or two more, that by the mouth of two or three witnesses every word may be established. And if he refuses to hear them, tell it to the church. But if he refuses even to hear the church, Let him be to you like a heathen and a tax collector. What exactly does that mean? Does that mean you never speak to him again? No, that's not what it means. Because we're commanded in Scripture even to love our enemies, right? Even to do good to those who spitefully use us and hate us. No, but what it means is if this person is so obstinate and so completely, you know, rebellious and... and, wicked in their behavior that, that they won't even listen 
you know, to the, to the larger group of believers, well, then at that point, don't pretend with them that they're actually living as a Christian. Because ultimately, the goal is still to win them back. The goal is still to restore the relationship. But sometimes it takes a real, a real shaking. When, when I was a, a young leader in Youth with a Mission, this, this happened to me. I was first confronted in private about a situation. And, and then I was confronted again in private about that situation. And then they, they took it to the next step, the second step, and they sat me down and, and there were like three of them confronting me and, and letting me know, this is serious. You need to wake up. And for me, that was the, that was the wake up call. And I was, I was this close to being thrown out of youth with a mission. But that's what it took to, to really wake me up. There's, okay, apparently, I'm blind. There's something I'm not seeing because they're taking this really seriously. Matthew 18, 21, Peter came to Jesus and said, Lord, how often shall my brother sin against me and I forgive him? Up to seven times? Jesus said to him, I do not say to you up to seven times, but up to 70 times seven. And, and the idea there, by the way, was for the same thing. For exactly the same thing. And one of the difficulties that we have sometimes is, is you know, it's like, you know, is, is the person genuine in their desire for forgiveness, in their repentance? Well, maybe not. But your forgiveness, according to Scripture, is to be unconditional. Like we've talked about before, forgiveness and trust is not the same thing. If you get mad at me and slap me, I will forgive you, but I will still keep my distance. I won't. <laughs> I will forgive you as many times as it happened, but I'm going to make it harder for you to do it. You know, I'm going to bob and weave a little bit. You see, you see what I mean? But the forgiveness, unconditional. Unconditional. Galatians 6, the Bible expands on it a little bit. Brothers, if a man is overtaken in any trespass, you who are spiritual... Restore such a one in a spirit of gentleness, considering yourself, lest you also be tempted. Bear one another's burdens and so fulfill the law of Christ. What's the law of Christ? Love one another, right? Love one another by, by bearing one another's burdens. And the context of this seems to say that what he means by bearing one another's burdens is that we go to one another. You know, a lot of times I'll, I'll have... Somebody in the church come to me with something. You need to go talk to so-and-so because of this, 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 and this. And like, wait, 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 wait. Did you see that? Yes, I saw it. Did you talk to them? No, you need to do that. No, no, no. I didn't see anything. And the Bible doesn't say you should go to the pastor and have the pastor confront that person. Right? The Bible says that you, in a spirit of gentleness, considering yourself, lest you also be tempted, you go. You go, and, and you go with that heart to restore. You go with that heart to, to gain, you know, th this person to the relationship, to win the relationship, put the relationship back together, maintain the unity, maintain the, the family 
dynamics. You know, I've seen over the years so many families where you have brothers and sisters that refuse to speak to each other. You have you have mothers that refuse to speak to their daughters and, you know, sons that refuse to speak to their mothers. And, and guys, that's just wicked. That is from the pit of hell. Unconditional forgiveness is biblical. Rifts in relationship are not. Do you understand? I do not have, as a, as a believer, as a... As a follower of Jesus Christ, I do not have the freedom not to forgive when I'm harmed. I do not have that freedom. I do not have the right to reject another human being. I don't have that right. Now, I, again, hopefully you understand what I'm not saying. That, it doesn't mean that I have to trust. It doesn't mean that you know, someone molests my daughter that, that I, you know, have to invite them to my house. No, I don't have to trust them. I don't have to put myself or my family in danger. I do have to forgive, though. I do have to forgive, just as he forgave me. I have to forgive, according to Scripture. And when we're talking about the body of Christ and we're talking about, you know, Christians, family members in in Christ, we, we need to not only forgive, but we need to work for restoration. We need to work for it. We need to fight for it. We need to love. We just feel like this is such an intense issue. The enemy is very successful at dividing people right now. Not just here, but in general. He's very successful. And, and it's a shame, and we don't have time for that. And so I, I'm looking at what we have yet to say and what the time is, and unity is so priceless. It is so precious. It is what Jesus has said, that's what bears my gospel to people. We've established that tonight, right? Therefore, it has to be protected. This is one way to protect it. John 17, 22, put in between the others, where he says, and the glory which you, Father, gave me Jesus, I have given them, I've given them that glory that they may be one just as we are one. This is what Jesus said. And so the glory is often, the glory of God is often an issue of strife because, like I said with my cult leader pastor's wife, she became so intoxicated with wanting glory for herself that she was willing to do whatever it took to get it. And in the process, she marred the glory of God. Thanks for joining us for this special Friday edition of Main Thing Radio with Pastor Robert Fountain and his wife, Elizabeth. Each Friday here on Main Thing Radio, Pastor Robert and Elizabeth will be tackling various issues that we face as Christians from a husband and wife perspective. Be sure to join us each Friday for these insightful messages from Pastor Robert and Elizabeth. For more information about Main Thing Radio, Pastor Robert, Elizabeth, and Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach, log on to MainThingRadio.com. That's MainThingRadio.com. At our website, you'll find today's broadcast for you to listen to or download. We also encourage you to prayerfully consider financially supporting Main Thing Radio. With a gift of any amount, we will send you an MP3 CD of the current series Pastor Robert is teaching through here on Main Thing Radio. A secure option for you to give has been provided via PayPal. 
That's all available at MainThingRadio.com. We'd also like to encourage you to follow us on Twitter. A link to subscribe to our Twitter feed is available on MainThingRadio.com. Again, thanks so much for joining us today. Remember to join us on Monday as Pastor Robert will continue teaching verse by verse through the Word of God. That's next time on Main Thing Radio.